hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. Well, if you could spank Jeff Bezos, no repercussions. <laughs> no repercussions. Once on the behind. Hmm. Tell me how hard you'd smack him. Zero being First. being not at all. You'd give him a smooch and you'd say, have a good day. And hmm. one being he's he's into the sun. He's gone. Whoa. <laughs> I'm that powerful. You're that okay, powerful. So- in this scenario, am I also the Incredible Hulk? Yes, you are also uh, the main okay. character of My Hero Academia, and you go and you do a mm. New Hampshire smash, and you smash him yeah. into the sun. Yeah, plus ultra. Yeah. Um, mm, here's my first question. Uh huh. You have is questions. Bar- this isn't a gut. You yeah. don't have a gut response. No. Can we? Can, yeah. Is right. it a bear? A bear tushy? Bear tushy, of course. Are you kidding? We're not messing Bear-tush? around here. All right, We're it's not-, not over. It's not through his like weird uh, billionaire cargo pants that are probably like ten thousand. I'll say this. I'll say this. Weird billionaire cargo pants, but they're assless. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now here's the thing: is it like zip off things <laughs> that you can zip like off the round bottom? O- ovular zip offs, one for each. Okay. Cheek. <laughs> <laughs> for each cheek. One okay, each great. Cheek. So I can yeah, so yeah, I yeah. can solo a single cheek. I can right, show right, right, a single right, right. cheek. Yeah. yeah so if you just need to me. just one in public, then you're good. Or even really yeah, half, because you could do half circle and you could just show the top and the bottom half. Yeah. Yeah. You know the expression Americans think that they're just uh like disgraced billionaires or yeah. millionaires. Yeah. If only they knew how billionaires actually If lived. only they knew <laughs> <laughs> then they would be absolutely disgraced. We're the ones who are the most well informed to tell people how billionaires really are. This is mm, what Succession yeah, didn't left <laughs> out. This is what they were too afraid to show in Succession. The pants. Yeah, because we are on the the highest echelon of society. That's right. Uh, I'm going to answer your question by saying uh, both both hands somehow. <laughs> oh, I'm going to spank him with both. Okay, hands. you only get one hit, but I guess you're one doing one hit. You're getting one okay. singular hit, but you can do it with both your hands if you figure out how to sort of combine your forces. Are you thinking you're combining, you're slapping down? Yeah, two, I think. Two hands down? Okay, now that makes it seem like, because the, the down <laughs> That makes it seem like he's more, he's more into it. it. It sounds, it, the way you made it look was between my legs. Like his butt was, <laughs> like, like, and then or I he's saw some sort of some sort of massage table and he's unsuspecting and you just sort of come in yeah. and wham. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, uh, I want to do as much, because if you say I can whack him into the sun, yeah. imagine if I punch him downward. <laughs> oh, into the center of the molten core. Yes, he's already going to give me uh, it's gonna be a all lo- burnt up. A Looney Tune style Bezos uh, shaped mm. hole straight to the center of the earth. He goes straight to Albuquerque uh-huh. and he'll pop out and then they'll, they'll know what to do with them. They'll know. They'll know. Well, what's your answer? Uh, you got to. No consequences. No one knows. Except, oh, except he knows. Nobody knows. No, but he knows. Okay, he, he knows. knows. I'd still do it. Yeah. Even if it, you're saying I do you're think saying that, that you'd be more inclined to do it if everybody knew. Absolutely. Oh, 
tonight on BBC. <laughs> the slap heard around the world again. The, not the Will Smith one. Uh-huh. This time it's the slap of a very famous bootay. Uh-huh. And what? And it's Jeff Bezos. And, and this time, bootay. this time he deserved it. Yes. It, you know, <laughs> and then the person who gave this big old slap, one, he said Spanko. Well, he did it. <laughs> yeah. Two, he said, my only other regret is that I couldn't use the same hand and whack his big bald head. <laughs> like, that, it, that was I a wish big I, I wish I had grafted on a third arm, if only for this one purpose. For <laughs> all three powered up Hulk arms to really wreck this boy, this billionaire boy. That's the um, actual punishment for jaywalking in Segment City. That's right, I you guess. You get three slaps on your head and ass. <laughs> you, at the same time, one, two, three. Yeah. One... And then you get launched into the, <laughs> into the center of the earth. <laughs> Apparently, if, if you're really jaywalking a lot, like really slow, mm, or maybe yeah. flagrantly you didn't look both ways, or maybe you did look both ways and uh, you still decided to jaywalk. Now the um, segment city canonists, the the people who are our scribes, are probably going to come up with some other example where I said Jake walking. The the punishment was X. This is a second punishment, and oh. it's up to the judge. Oh, it's <laughs> up to the judge. Judge's add discretion, lore. judge's choice. He gets yeah. the judge. She he or she gets to spin the big wheel of punishment. <laughs> yeah, One actually, I like that. You got to eat this nasty cake that no one wants to eat. That's been wrote. It's been sitting in the cupboard in the courtroom for mm. three years. No and one wants even, that. It's great when they have a crossover with the wheel of fugitives. So yeah. they apply a punishment to different fugitives. They, they, they spin two wheels at the same time and they just match it up. Yeah. But yeah, that's the punishment in Segment City, a place where uh, I live. I just love. I'm Will Kane. I just love the idea that there are people in the audience, <laughs> in the courtroom, going, "In the sun, in the sun." <laughs> <laughs> it's a slap. Of no, the no, no. We already decided into the center of the earth. Okay, oh. we decided. It's actually harsher because he has to go through rocks as opposed to space. <laughs> that's right. Full- and I'm w- Will Kane, and I'm a uh, spanking astronaut. I actually propel astronauts into space with my big arms. Wow. And I'm Theo Sabakos, yeah. and I do I I am in the process of medically grafting on a third arm, specifically oh. <laughs> for slapping bald heads. That's good. Yeah. That's great. That's good. That's what society That's really great needs. for yeah, yeah, for society yeah, for that is probably a benefit. All those bald people definitely don't have poor self esteem and <laughs> definitely don't need people to smack their head. I think that there's two degrees of bald self-esteem there's either low self-esteem mm. because you don't want to be bald or you stop giving a shit to the such a degree that you have ultimate self-esteem see mr clean or mm. terry cruz you've overcome the bald i i think those are the guys because there's a there's there are nice like mr clean and terry cruz great examples of bald men like mm-hmm. good 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 guys well, I don't know Mr. Clean what he's done. We'll <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, time to do a quick Google. Has Mr. Clean been canceled yet? No, I don't. <laughs> Maybe, but you know what? Any day now. <laughs> Any but day. there's also a, a we will segment. clean society. Okay, Mr. Clean. Okay. <laughs> okay, this All is right. not great. This is we need a. Um, but there's also a bad strain of that of confident bald man, which I think has embraced the knowledge that testosterone makes your hair fall out. Mm. I think they live by that logic. They die by that logic. And they will tell people that whilst they ride on their bike uh-huh. in their middle age. Right. Yeah. 
that they they have accepted that their testosterone is so high that they must buy a Harley and they must buy a helmet yeah. that is surgically grafted onto their head Whoa. because it's the same <laughs> shape as their bald head. That imagine the that well like the sound <laughs> the effect pop. when they pull it off. Yeah, the yep. This is actually a great segue for, for into my uh, will stupid thought, which is. We're living uh, in summertime right now. You summertime, it's hot. Got my AC on, baby. Mm-hmm. We live in a uh, very humid state. And it's funny, isn't it, how humidity just kind of precept sweats for you. Yeah. You got to rinse, rinse off in the evening, and sometimes it just doesn't take. Sometimes you just no. don't dry <laughs> off. <laughs> that, that's the worst part, is when you take a shower, and then you're unshowered for long enough that you start getting sweaty again yeah like weird and wet and you're like oh i don't want to eh. yeah. i was supposed to dry off i've given up on on controlling my hair for for the summer i'll try again in the mm. fall i'm resetting <laughs> in a couple of months because i just uh, it's there's nothing to do about it i'll style it in the most extreme way possible for halloween it'll go for right, right, <laughs> from right. no styling to the most styling <laughs> yeah the most styled i'll use the super glue gel and it'll yeah. it'll be rock solid for about six months, and the humidity will hit again. Yeah, and humidity. We have a friend that just visited uh, or moved here, and uh, they're not enjoying the humidity that much because they came no, from a dry worked. place. And it is, uh, it's it's all consuming, but it is weird how you kind of accept it because we I didn't put in AC for a little while, um, like I only put it in relatively recently in like July. So I just kind of vibed <laughs> with the windows open for a good amount of time where I'm just like, it is very hot, but I don't really mind. Like, you just kind of accept it like a lizard. You just became uh you saw James Cameron's Avatar 2 and you thought, That's, there goes my summer. <laughs> I am a water boy now. And it doesn't but matter. But they live in water. Yeah, but so, <laughs> but so do you, Will. So do I'm you. I'm living in the air. <laughs> the air water. You're living the in the water. air water. It's the new Avatar people. They're like, we're just down with humidity. And they're like, what the fuck? Why? That's not a superpower. That's nothing. Yeah. That's not, that's not <laughs> an alien adaptation. Harness, you're going to harness the power of humidity. <laughs> you're going to get really sticky and you're going to stick to things and it'll be great. And we, that's your superpower this time. We're going to come invade Earth and we're going straight for Tallahassee, baby. We're going to come <laughs> on down. What a terrible place to invite you if you're an alien. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Those, are the, those aliens would be lit up. They would be absolutely <laughs> destroyed if they went to Tallahassee. Is that why we yeah, keep absolutely. Tallahassee around? Just just in case the Navi get any ideas? Yeah, they actually made it into like a, a Marvel battle cruiser, one of those uh-huh, air carriers right, right, that right. <laughs> will rise up and then All everybody Florida, will be the, the turrets. Shape, all of the Florida is the shape of a battle cruiser, so it can just lift off. Yeah. That As explains, a big battle station that'll well, that explains destroy the why Russians. They're, uh, they're not concerned about global warming. Wow, that that explains a yeah. lot. Because they're just going to they lift off. They're just gonna le- yeah, they're just going to leave. Yeah, uh, that's why Disney was there. <laughs> Disney actually oh, it's built all that. coming together. This is the deep lore that you come to Segment City for. The deep conspiracy theories that make no <laughs> fucking sense. And it'll be so much work. But you know what? That's actually less crazy than the ice wall. That the, the Earth is flat, and that there's an ice wall an ice all wall. the way around. Because wouldn't we be able to see it technically if That's it was rim, flat? Rimworld stuff right there. Yeah. Well, hopefully we don't fall off into your next segment. We're going to fall into my first segment, which is, of course, coming to us from thetakeout.com as ever. Of course. Of course. And this was entitled, 
Gaze upon Burger King's cheesiest menu item ever. Behold, oh. Will. Have you seen this? It's been making the rounds. Have you seen this? Is is this the cheese? This is the cheeseburger. Yes, the it is. The most cheeseburger you can get, which is just a grilled cheese. So, here goes. Seemingly every other country in the world gets to have weird experimental fast food concoctions, yet here in the United States we're often stuck with the decidedly uninspired ones. Usually this makes us feel envious of international markets, but the new limited time only menu item at Burger King Thailand reads more like an April Fool's Day release rather than anything worth feeling jealous about. It's quite the head scratcher, potentially one of the most ridiculous fast food items we've seen in a while. Say hello to the real cheeseburger. What is the real cheeseburger? BK's new sandwich is simply simply 20 slices of American cheese on a simply bun. That's it. 20? That's it. That's a lot. 20, 20 slices? slices on a bun. That's it. No beef, no veggies, no condiments, so, nothing. So it's just a thick grilled cheese without like toasty, toasty hey, bun? Hey, Will, we're going to have to wait for it because uh, this thing isn't grilled. It's just cheese. Okay, here's okay. So wait, hold yep. on. Yep. It's not even melted cheese. It's I th- it's oh a hey, God. it's a block. It's a block of a <laughs> no. It's a block. <laughs> chocolate oh, block. So 20 slices. I thought it was just a big grilled cheese. Nope. And now that makes a lot more sense cuz I thought if you took that off the grill, it would like the moment it would just that goo-ify. grilled cheese set, it would just yeah. Yeah, it would be all over a plate. Nope, it it's just like, it's just rock solid uh 20 slices. It would be like molten lava. Yes. Like it would just <laughs> How, <laughs> how do you rock. propose that we grill that without destroying it? Uh Okay, so this sucks. Yes. Imagine trying to fit your jaws around 20 Oh man. CNN reports that the burger, quote unquote burger is sold for 109 Thai baht or approximately approximately three dollars and ten cents and you're gonna have to no. see photos of this thing to believe it and i do recommend listeners you take a take a google of this because it's literally i mean the slices the, the weirdest pictures are the one where they've sliced it in half and you get the cross cut because it's just a it's just a wall of just cheese. cheese it's just a wall yeah. of cheese it's nothing else they called it a burger it is factually not a burger it is on a hamburger <laughs> bun it is not a burger <laughs> A trend, quote, a trend in Thailand is to put cheese on literally everything, travel writer Richard Barrow posted on Twitter this week, along with photos of the Burger King monstrosity in all its glory. Now Burger King has joined in with the real cheeseburger, thought, uh, though I think they forgot the meat. I love the cheese, but I struggled eating even half of this burger, Barrow continued. Maybe I should grill the other half? What do you think? I mean, he shows a picture of of him him What do I do with this? Having bit into the half, and there's just like bite marks against cheese. It's like you took a block of cheese out of of the fridge and you just bit it. Well, okay, yeah, it's in block form. It's like, are you expected (laughs) to eat it? Like, is it like a weird string cheese thing where you're supposed to go slice by slice? I don't know. You take the bun off. What do you do with the bun at that point? Also, you just eat it. Who gets 20 slices of American cheese? American cheese isn't the best cheese. 20 slices so much. It's so much. Uh, It's literally a block of not cheese, wrote uh, a user alongside a photo of his half-eaten real cheeseburger, whose cheese slices had apparently compressed into a single mass in the middle of the sandwich where the bites were taken. Quote, avoid at all costs. Woof. (laughs) And you know how they have those, like, food science places? Like, they'll be like, we've been working at Arby's to make the beefiest beef that there's ever beefed. And they... Imagine this laboratory 
where this shit <laughs> was just like <laughs> absolutely just stacking cheese and somebody's like steve you got it you figured it out <laughs> this does seem like the uh panic the night before the assignment is due like <laughs> oh no they told us to come up with a new burger uh uh, uh well i got a got uh, got a lot of cheese what do people like i, like, uh, I got a ton cheese. of cheese here is this anything is this anything uh and what the 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 reporter was like they love cheese here this is like the it's they a new just tr- throw it's a cheese new trend in. it's a new trend put cheese on everything is it the is that the sister city of Wisconsin? Like, what? Where? Why is? Why are they cheese? Probably mad? Literal, like literally on the other side of the world from this. I, Thailand isn't a place that I don't. I don't think it's known for dairy. Is it? No. Like, I don't think of it as a place know. known for dairy. Maybe like stuff with coconut milk. I feel like that would maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's mm. so the rest of the article basically is saying it's confirmed, not a hoax. It's people Confir- are <laughs> <laughs> just you know it's a, a great thing. press release what they're saying. Uh, I mean, I don't know. $3 for this seems like kind of a lot. I mean, you could go to the store mm. and probably get as many craft slices for, for cheaper. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? If Burger people, King doing their thing. I The fact that it's like $3 and something is like three fifty or whatever is outrageous to me. Because that is a poor especially, man. Deal. Especially in, like, in a place like Thailand. I thought they were going to be like, it's 109 baht, which is like 25 cents. And I'd be like, All right, okay. Yeah, you okay, know. if this is a poor man, like, if this was just a few slices of cheese on a, ba- like, I would be like, okay, if it this was is like, for, like, the lunch you, people, The lunch cool. you make when you have nothing in the fridge, when you're like, all right, I'm yeah. having a cheese sandwich, it's, yeah. But this is a product. This is a product. That, this was, that they I can't imagine for. that this was focus tested. I think they just shoved no. this thing out there. Okay, well, I'm going to just be mad. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to sit here, I'm going to be mad, while we move on to my next segment. And this one is, uh, it's a little bit international. Okay. I would where ta- say. Where are you taking us? Where are you taking us? Oh, I'm taking you back to the old 1800s into the 1900s, early 1900s. To, to go with... Pirate? Are we doing something pirate themed? You started just a, a no, little bit of this. No, kind of just old timey. You know, it's just kind of <laughs> old time. You become Davy Jones when it's old timey. Oh, <laughs> yep. Oh. I'm so old. I've got this I, little sock that I put on my tail. Oh, that's I've have so many hernias <laughs> that my hernias have hernias. This guy's no, old. This guy's old. This guy, he gets it. <laughs> this, this, guy this guy is old as old. fuck. He is ancient. The dust that is coming off of him is beautiful. His dust has dust. Oh, well, this is a, this is a little strange fella. That what I'm going to dive in with a Wikipedia historian for. This is Brother 12. Brother? And it's uh, Brother and then XII. So the Roman numerals for 12. Is this Brother Bear, the 12th sequel? No, but this is, it is uh, kind of similar because Brother huh? Bear isn't Canadian, is it? I don't, I <laughs> don't know. I don't know anything about Brother Bear. I just said the words Brother Bear and, and, and so any, waited for you to know what was going on. Anyway. Uh, this is w- the Wikipedia article. I'm also going to be uh, citing the Canadian Encyclopedia. Oh, I don't believe him. anything the Canadians write in their encyclopedias. What? This is all fake news. <laughs> you know, these Canadians always trying to create their own histories. That's right. Their yeah. own like, Wikipedia. What's next? Their own government? Classic. They're like the Romulans in Star Trek. <laughs> They're constantly tricking people. They're constantly deceit. It's always a trick with the Canadians. <laughs> always a They're- trick. They always want to take us over. But the uh, the Canadian one has a little bit, I think, 
it's a little bit better written and a little bit more factual, but the Wikipedia one, I just like how it's written. Mm. It's really because <laughs> it's very abrupt, which I enjoy. So anyway, Brother 12, whose original name was Edward Arthur Wilson, better known as Brother 12, was an English mystic who, Ooh. in the late 1920s, founded a spiritual community located just south of the city of uh, Nana Nanaimo. Nani Nemo. I don't know if that's right. It sounds crazy though. Yeah, Nan Nemo. Nan Nemo. Okay, there we go. Nan Nemo. On Vancouver Island, west of the uh, off the west coast of British Columbia, Canada. Canada. His early life is one sentence. <laughs> Wilson was born in Birmingham, England, in a religious family. He later claimed that during his childhood, he was visited by angels. Oh, later on, you saying that, it. huh? <laughs> Huh. That's all they say. They don't elaborate on the angels thing ever in this article. Do you guys remember uh, when I was a kid and, um, you know, those uh, those monsters visited me? You know, like, you know, Dracula and Frankenstein. You remember yeah. they all were dancing? They did the monster mash? That was that really happened when I was a kid. You remember that? You know, when you listen to, like, little kids stories and they're like, I saw uh, I saw Daniel today. I saw Daniel, and we played for a while at on the swing sets. And then I saw Gabriel the angel, the yeah. archangel. Right, right. And yeah. you go, and you're like, you're like wait, uh-huh, what the fuck was uh-huh, that? Wait, wait, what? what was the last thing you did? <laughs> you say, and then and then Daniel was he jumped off the swings. He jumped off the swings, and then he went to fucking hell. And, saw <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Gabriel, he said, "Let's do the monster mash." Mm-hmm. Um, but the the more information is that uh, his parents were Catholic apost- uh, apostolo- apostolic church, a 19th century splinter faction of Christianity. And he they lived in uh, this is a weird time for like religions. There's a lot of like little splinter groups, especially in America. They're trying to figure it uh, out. They're trying to make something yeah. stick. So let's get into his career. Wilson traveled the world as a mariner, first visiting Canada in 1905. He studied world <laughs> religions, preparing himself, by his own account, for a destiny that he that was revealed to him in a vision in the south of France in the autumn of 1924. Wait, what does it he's, mean to travel the world as a mariner? He's like, shows up. He was like, literally a fa- uh, sailor. A sailor. Okay. Like, all, right, all right. Yeah. He was just a, a sailor going around the world, which literally they were just be like, we're looking for guys. You want to go on a boat? And <laughs> that's how they got. <laughs> I'm sure. I uh, he soon attracted a devoted following, which is the most yada 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 phrase I've ever seen. In a How? Article. Tell me details. Yeah. Now, how does Mariner just like you know what? I saw something in South of France <laughs> that really will make your hair go on end. And like, is and he's is he doing it in bars on piers? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, including a group of wealthy and socially prominent individuals. Yeah. Wait. How did he go from being a a Mariner that was just traveling around to be like? And then, you know, with all of my servants, <laughs> you know how it is with servants. I, the, the Wikipedia article, I'm going to say I'm not sure of, like, it's full veracity or ordering. I feel like he probably got to British Columbia and then made his name for himself. I don't think he was traveling around being like, and anyway, this is what I saw, and angels talked to me. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Just, like, left and everyone's like, wait, no, no, no. Let's follow him. Having taken the name Brother Twelve... He established the Aquarian Foundation in 1927. The group's beliefs were based largely upon the teachings of the Theosophical Society. Um, I'm going to add on to that from the, <laughs> the Canadian one. Um, 
he became a devotee of theosophy, an occultist religious movement. Theosophists hey. believe in karma and reincarnation. Oh. And, and that the world is being guided towards a spiritual awakening by a group of enlightened beings known as the Masters, sometimes referred to as a Brotherhood or the Great White Lodge. Uh, while in France, Wilson began having visions and falling into trances where he <laughs> would write long manifest- manifestos and spiritual texts. So he, he was like, yeah, so I worship these brothers and then and then yada yada, massive self-insert into that as naming oh, that's himself every Brother, single call. Brother 12. Absolutely. And then and he's like, and so yeah, basically there's this order of brothers and oh, I have, look at that. I happen to be named Brother 12. Would you believe it? Oh my God. My favorite thing when people do this is, I'm not Jesus. You know, I'm not Jesus. I'm just his best friend. I'm just his best friend. I'm just and he talks buddies. Listen, and he just talks to me. He talks to me. Yeah, and he, I talk he only to talks you. To me. And then, yeah, exactly. And then I'll tell you exactly how many times you're supposed to work for me and shine my shoes and stuff. Uh, but he believed he was a conduit for the 12th brother of the Great White Lodge. And so na- took the name Brother 12, which makes sense. So that's from the Canadian thing. Um, and th- that has a lot of like, th- from the things, basic things I've read about like real life occult stuff, that's a lot of it. Because they use that for Twin Peaks too. Mm-hmm. There's like a lodge in Twin Peaks and they use that kind of like occult stuff. Because um, people believe in magic <laughs> in real life. And so it's like, th- those people are so, those people are very interesting. They think they can change the world by just thinking about it. Um, but anyway, uh, he published two booklets, The truth, the Three Truths and The Foundation Letters and Teachings, which explained his ideas, encouraged readers to donate money to his cause oh. and to build homes in the colony, Cedar by the Sea, which he's he setting up. Jesus said that if you donate to me, that's easy peasy baby right into heaven. That's what he said. Is, there, there are people on TV right now <laughs> who do that exactly that. If you give me money, that is going to help you somehow. Um, so he set up this uh, by Nanaimo on Vancouver Island, British Columbia. With the goal of creating a self-sufficient community independent of the outside world, the foundation acquired additional property on nearby Valdez and De Corsi Islands, largely through the donations of a wo- wealthy socialite named Mary Connolly from Asheville, North Carolina. Can I do a called shot right now, Babe Ruth style? Yeah. Polygamy. It's in there. Ooh, okay. That's interesting. That's an interesting call because that normally I would be like, absolutely. Normally, that's but not right that's, now. No, I. What I should say is that is a good. That's good instincts for cults, right? <laughs> <Should say. laughs> um, other followers gave donations, large and small, to support Brother Twelve's work as a spiritual teacher, as well as his political activity in support of a Democratic senator from Alabama, James Thomas Heflin, who ultimately supported Herbert Hoover, but was for a while a third-party candidate in the 1928 presidential election so in the United States. they're off on some Vancouver island, and he's like, all right, gang, we're gathering funds for this Alabama for the, Ameri- se- for the American presidency. Like, well, why did people give a shit? He, like, he thought this would lead to, like, another civil war, basically, for America. It, mm. he was, he's an insane man. And there's not a lot about... I tried looking up more about him, but he's it's a lot of, like, vague stuff. So it was a lot of outside stuff. I don't think anyone, like, from the inside might have written about it. But um, an insurrection developed within the ranks of the colony when Brother 12's critics charged that he had claimed to be a reincarnation of the Egyptian god Osiris. Though he replied that he had been speaking figuratively 
that are, are you, Cyrus and Isis. It's a joke, dude. It was a are joke. It was that? a joke. Are you kidding? I'm not. Listen, why would you even think that? You think I'm Egyptian? I said joke. It also doesn't make any sense. Like in, in terms of cult stuff, this is such like splitting hairs of just like, wait a second. That's not the Christian God. That's a different <laughs> God. Fuck that. Though. Hold that's on different. a minute. And the the Canadian one has a little bit more. It seems like he was trying just <laughs> to get into a woman's pants by saying, ah, I'm the Osiris to your Isis. Like he was trying to, to uh. I think, flirt. And then there, somebody overheard and he's like, you think you're a different God? What's next? He's going to say he's Mohammed. <laughs> what? He's going to be over Abraham. Abraham. He's going to be Abraham. He's going to be Buddha. What's next? Okay. Yeah, this son of a bitch. Let's kill him. I like that. The, but that's not the only, uh, that wasn't the last straw. There's a bigger straw. Uh, he also misused foundation funds and his extramarital affair with a woman who he claimed was his soulmate led to the breakup of the colony. The Aquarian Foundation color, was legally- Color me shocked. Color me mm. completely dumbfounded. How could you see, how could this happen? How could no one could have seen this coming? That he would, this man with no, this mariner with no prospects who just kind of showed up and <laughs> has been taking money and building stuff and being very mean. I can't hey, it's me. skim stuff off it's the top. It's me, Davy Jones. You're giving a bad name to mariners, oh, dude. you know what? You're going to get dragged down to my locker and it's stinkied in there. It's old gym shorts in there. You don't want that. Just stop <laughs> messing around. Everybody, it's me, Brother 12. How's it going? How's it going? You sound a uh, lot like me, Davy Jones. You see, yeah, Davy Jones, because I'm also you. I'm Osiris. Oh, I am Jesus, that's and not I'm David the Jones. Christian God, although. And I got to say that, uh, come on. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> come on. <laughs> that could be something of any cult leader. Come on. Come on. You know? what, of course. Uh, you know what? I blame you guys because you gave me a bunch of money and you expected me to do nice things with it. You, Absolutely listen, not. You gave me absolute power over this community, a lot of money, mm -hmm. and no oversight. What did you want me to do? Just because my name is a number does not mean I'm good with numbers. <laughs> Come on, people. But anyway, so he... he In fact, this the, the only number I know is 12. How could you make me the accountant? I only know the number 12. Did you ask me if I knew any other numbers? No, should have had I know. Me. Yeah, that's <laughs> what's the first one. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you ever ask me what time it is, and I say it's not twelve yet, and people are like, "This guy was trying Smart. to rig presidential elections." I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, so he they dissolved it in 1929. Though he continued his work with the followers who had remained loyal to him during the crisis, as well as a number of new recruits. As time passed, Brother Twelve became increasingly dictatorial and paranoid fortifying his island kingdom and reportedly uh, accumulating a fortune in gold. Ah, uh -huh, there's gold in these hills. His mistress, Mabel Scottoe, under the name Madame Z, worked with members without respite. Uh, and tasks, the tasks given being considered t to test their fitness, to, uh, the, what a weird, the, basically she, she would make, she would work them. To uh, test their loyalty, basically, hmm, okay. and to resolve their spirit. One man who had been imprisoned in a cellar on the northern end of Valdez Island managed to row to <laughs> Nanaimo to report the circumstances to the British Columbia Pro Provincial Police, who investigated, but took no further action. Oh, my God. Of course. Imagine <laughs> being this guy. He's, he breaks out like, 
Like he does a full like old timey prison yeah, break, uh-huh. and then he's fucking rowing, and he's just like, "I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. like <laughs> I'm gonna tell for. the fucking I'm, police uh, everything that they fucking did." And then it, the police are like, "You want us to do what?" <laughs> oh, that sounds like a lot of work. And brother twelve, there he seems like a nice guy. So listen, we're there's say only no. about seven of us Canadian police. So uh, I don't know what you want us to do. So you I want mean, us, yeah, he's twelve. He's he has the power of we twelve. We basically men. We're got seven. one per province, and I'm the one. So uh, yeah, I'll check back in with you in uh, say three weeks. See if this is still going on. Then okay, okay. See well, you, you mean later. If it's now. Still go- you want me to go back to the jail? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. we'll put him back in the jail. Put him in the cellar. Everybody jail seemed happier when you were back in the jail. So why don't you do that? <laughs> Let's just put him there. Eventually, as conditions deteriorated, Brother Twelve's core group of disciples revolted and filed legal actions against him to recover the money they had contributed to his work, which feels like a very, like, orderly huh, legit- revolt. Like, very litigious, sort of, yeah, by, give us by, our the money rules, back. by the rules, uh, revolt. And, and also in terms of cults, normally these kinds of, um, I'm going to say, leadership turnovers are a little bit more violent. So this is like mm-hmm. a nice little of them being like, hey, hold on a second. But uh, that's them not being violent. I didn't say that he wasn't violent. Oh. In a violent reaction, he destroyed the colony, oh, smashing God. its buildings and farm equipment and scuttling his flagship, the sailboat Lady Royal. Wilson and uh, Scottedo uh, then escaped in their private tugboat, the <laughs> Kiunitan. Rather than appear in court to answer the charges brought by their former disciples, pulling what, out old Act- Bayou, Alex Jones. What kind of like Bayou royalty? We've got a private tugboat. It's a very old. <laughs> it's a it's my private. It's sort of a reclaimed tugboat. I used to belong to a mariner who was of ill repute, and now look at her. She's a beauty. It's a beauty. It's a beauty. In the nineteen early nineteen hundreds, I could see a tugboat being a nice. Nice little, like, maybe tugboats have always been bad. I feel like maybe, <laughs> maybe they've always been bad. Yeah. They were meant for tugging, that's it. They tugged yeah. other boats. Uh, by 1932, they had fled to Europe, where they were reported to have taken a large amount of gold with them, which apparently were in, like, mason jars. <laughs> so the Canadian what? one said. Uh, Wilson is reported to have died in uh, Switzerland on the 7th of November, 1934, though he may have fabricated his death. I'm going to upgrade that to he probably (laughs) most likely absolutely (laughs) fabricated his fucking death. Uh, He may have subsequently met his lawyer in San Francisco, whose son has provided an eyewitness account of the meeting. So there was accounts of this guy afterwards. So he 100% to me survived. And that's Brother 12, a man who created a cult <laughs> about himself and then ruined it immediately. Sounds like he cracked relatively quickly compared to other cult leaders as well. He didn't make it very long, it doesn't sound like. Yeah, it, uh, when did he first set it up? It was, he set up the foundation in 1927, and then uh, by 1932, he had fled to Europe. So that was five yeah, years. Yeah, like, that was in the 1920s. I feel like you could really string people along back then. Yeah, he, oh, he had no, yeah, there's none of that. (laughs) He immediately set up a fort. This is in the roaring 20s. Like, there was a lot going on that he could have used as distraction, it feels like. It also seemed like it was working. This is like a classic cult leader, because, like, Jim Jones got paranoid and stuff at the end, but he was taking a bunch of drugs. Right. What was he, this guy doing? Was it, this guy was on amphetamines. Right. He was just uh, sort of mucking around. 
Yeah, I guess so. But anyway, that was a little dip into history. Now let's go on to your next segment. Well, well, we're going on down to Farmer Town. Farmer it's time County. to read. It's time to return down to the Farmer's Only Paradise. The Farmer's Only.com Paradise. Farmer's Only.com. <laughs> and this we're time, back, baby. This time around this is a segment in which i go and spelunk those farmers only.com <laughs> don't say spelunk not spelunk. for these boys. listen because i feel like that has a different connotation where you're like i'm gonna spelunk into these farm boys i deserve okay. some sort of verb, uh, verbiage there because i look through a lot of these uh Dar- yeah this this but this time pasture. this time we're going to we're flipping the coin we're looking at the, the mm. we're looking at the ladies on the site now we're gonna see oh. what t- the, what what type of ladies willingly put themselves up for the torment that must be on that side of the uh, the equation? That's that is a very interesting conversation, <laughs> just yes. to think about. But uh, by the way, if you want to know what the fellas were like, go to one of our past episodes. I forget what number it was, was specifically, but we're two few ago. It was one fifty seven. I looked one fifty seven. Go look. Okay, so check go me, go look at that one. For, All right, for the well, fellas, so but let's see these these cowgirls. I've, I've got four contestants for you, <laughs> and tonight you're going to be a lucky winner. And I'm going to send a message on behalf of you to one of them. That's not actually how this works. But is this the dating game? Do uh-huh. I not see them? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Contestant number one. I'll read you the the information they've provided. So their own description yeah. and potentially what they're looking for in a man. Okay. Contestant number one. I love muddying, riding horses, rodeos. I'm loyal, Whoa. faithful, caring, hardworking. I train horses and dogs. I bail sometimes. I'm willing to get dirty, but can clean up good. Tired of getting hurt, ready to find my one and only country man. Is he out there? Mm, I like I'm, that she's just like on the roof of her house. Like <laughs> One day I'll spot him. Where is he? I like that the way that you read that, by the way, because it did sound like you're going to break into a song at any point. <laughs> at some point. It, I might. You don't it, know. Because it was like the lead into a song where it's just like, well, I'll tell you, Marianne, that's no good man for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am looking for long term someone who is kind and loving, someone to teach me about their animals and teach me new things. I would love to have a family and grow old together. <laughs> they, they just keep going. They're like. This is the horse. This is the cow. What? That's oh a wow! Beautiful look. This oh, is wow. a caterpillar. Actually, that oh, wow. is a. <laughs> let's see it actually go into its chrysalis. That's oh, an wow. ant. That's a carpenter ant. Oh no, that's um, an ant. Oh man, that frog. He's eating that caterpillar chrysalis. Oh man, that's a fr- that's yeah, a that's circle a of life moment. And that's a I'm little a biologist. Old, there's a little old lady. She's swallowing that fly. Uh, <laughs> Just keeps oh, going. Is she going? Hey, is she going for that cat? You little leave that cat alone, little old lady. What are you doing? This is how our date just keeps going. Where it's just like, <laughs> honey, I thought this was going to be a, a nice f- time at your farm. Yeah, I don't know, riding horses. You're going to teach me about bunnies. But then your grandma just kind of went <laughs> shit. She started eating a cat followed by a dog. Oh, yeah. By- she had a fly in her stomach. And then yeah. she just ate progressively different things to solve the the <laughs> elaborate situation that she got herself uh, into. I don't think this is going to work out for us. What are you talking about? Are you saying that my family can't be little fables? <laughs> you saying that to me? I can't believe you. I love that this contestant used, I guess, muddying. 
muddying, muddying is the weirdest muddying first thing is, to say. I love muddying riding horses. I guess that means like riding them in the in the mud. Yeah, that, that's a weird. Mm, huh. This is, hey Theo, this is a peek into a world that we don't know. Is this a fetish thing? I honestly, is I couldn't muddy tell you. girls. I couldn't tell you. Hmm. All right. Well, is, is this is this individual catering to a certain crowd? Absolutely, but I don't know if it's a it's of a sexual nature. I yeah. I mean, they're catering with both like language <laughs> syntax. Uh huh. I want hot man. It is a lot of short sentences that were <laughs> well, straight they, to the point. <laughs> they care about they care about a man who first of all knows things about animals, and then would love to have a family and grow together. Her real priority here is learning about animals. She's just yeah. out here. Listen, that's a manta ray. We're at the aquarium. It's, She's loving it. <laughs> He's pointing it out. He's just like, and that's a whale. That's a shark. She <laughs> goes, like, whoa, whoa, yay. Whoa. This is I, the best do I need, ever. What do I need tour guides for when I got you? <laughs> what a, listen, what a nice once romance. a day, I come home from work and I tell her about a new animal. And so far, our relationship has been going great. I just got out of a relationship where the man would not tell me about animals. I did not know about the existence of elephants for many <laughs> years. He would just come to me and say, I saw a squirrel. I saw a squirrel. I saw a rat today. That's all he would say. I want to see exotic animals like chickens. Contestant number two. Number I absolutely love agricultural. It is oh. my whole life. I farm Good. and... <laughs> You don't know how to spell it, though. It's your entire life, and you don't know how to spell it. Agricultural. It is, this my, is my whole s- life. This is my son, Charlie. He is my whole life. Uh-huh. Spell it, you say? C. You got it. Q. Fuck. Fuck. C-A? C-A? <laughs> I farm and ranch with my family. I do most of the cattle work. You name it, I do it. Besides ranching, farming is also an important part of the operation. Someone has to drive the grain cart. I also have a full-time <laughs> job. <laughs> Somebody has to toot, toot, grain cart coming grain through. Grain cart coming in. This is a big silo. Like it's, You can't take this under bridges. I would say I, I am a rather quiet person until I get to know you or have a few drinks. I love going out with my friends and having a good time, which I truly do not do enough. And I love golfing. My friends love me for my humorous, sassy attitude and honesty. So she's just cultural. Ag- she's an agricultural. She loves ag- agriculture. Agricultural. Lo- I uh-huh. love agricultural. Uh-huh. Um, Go- she golf. Golfing. She loves drinking and being with the boys. You know, she all the perfect the things for. She loves you know, driving that grain cart. Somebody's got to do it. It's a hard job. Somebody's got to do it. She does. She does everything on the farm. And you know what? That's great for me because I don't know how to do anything on a farm. <laughs> so she can kind of just do everything. We really are two halves of a whole because yeah. I don't know anything about a farm and she knows everything about <laughs> she a farm. I played Stardew Valley for a few hours. Is that enough? She says, mm. you know, every girl has their dreams. And honestly, I do not know. I, I'm not really too sure what I want. Just locking <laughs> for someone who knows how to have a good time. You must have a sense of humor and be honest. I honestly am just looking for someone to drink beer with, talk to every day, and maybe a little traveling on the side. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's a nice, nice little ending. But I, I always hate when, when people say, like, 
I only want an honest man. Like, do all the dishonest men really go, ah, shucks, and then walk ah, away? I don't, I don't think so. I'm actually looking for a very um, out of shape, mean man who berates me. But as long as he knows animal facts, we're yeah, going. Knows, <laughs> there we go, baby. Show me that cow. That right all there right. is a butterfly. Oh, my God. A butterfly in our lower back. Hmm. Contestant number three. I'm a sassy, caring, affectionate, and tattooed mama four. I'm Ooh. a tea party patriot. No. Intelligence, chivalry, a dark sense of humor, and confidence are extremely attractive to me. Please know your grammar and like to have real conversations. I'm looking for an honest and faithful man. Must be taller than me, have decent teeth, a good job, and time to actually spend with me regularly. I'm not materialistic, but I do require attention and, and often. No smork smokers, not 420 friendly. Ooh. 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 You know what? I'm against that personally. For <laughs> I'm not going to say why. It's it was, it, was it the Tea Party Patriot bit that got you? Oh, immediately. I said, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. She's a, I mean, she's worse of all, but I, I do enjoy <laughs> a few things. I like that she's just like, I want you to be have a dark sense of humor. I want you to be dark. I want you to be chivalrous, though. So the guy opens up the door, and he's just like... <laughs> A, a door this sturdy i i remember in fallujah <laughs> the screams were kind of like how kids cry for ice cream and it was funny to me it was, it was like I, fireworks I, it was like fourth of july it was like being back in fourth of july in fallujah <laughs> you know what could really help is some weed right now but you <laughs> won't love me oh this <laughs> oh. is, this is no 420, huh? Not not into 420. Not well, into 420, I'm, even for me. What do All you right. think about mudding? Say <laughs> <laughs> you're of mudding. How do you feel about mudding? Let's go fishing. Take random road trips. <laughs> Where are we going? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> this is kidnapping, technically. Play games, snuggle, watch movies, or at least pretend to. Laugh while laugh until we can't breathe come up with inside jokes that we can only we think are funny remodel houses go ghost hunting you get the Whoa, idea God she, damn just it. Threw, she just threw she just threw ghost hunting and then said you get the idea not anymore after I, I you was, ghost hunting i was with you camping road trips ghost hunting what excuse me hey I'm going to say this is the wildest person that's ever... Oh, uh, not the wildest person, because I consider people could be into, thing, uh, into uh, ghosts and stuff. But I have to say, if you're on a ghost hunt stone sober, then I was that's gonna, insane. <laughs> I was going to say, imagine you go to a ghost hunt and you're like, I think... Was, I'm, I'm picking up a sign. I'm picking up a, an electrical magnet. It's in this room. It's in this room with us. <sighs> hey, dude. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, I've been dead a long There's time. Smoke. You want some weed, dude? There seems to be smoke coming from his his breath. I can see his breath, and there's a hot spot next to him. <laughs> what a freaking hit of this dude! It's like the only thing that makes the afterlife bearable. I'm anti 420. <laughs> Making new ghosts. <laughs> Making new ghosts. Shooting the ghosts. Bang bang bang. This, this person is both simultaneously the most unchill person and the coolest person for <laughs> yes. like a ghost hunting. So I don't know how to feel about him. I'm looking for a man who knows how to communicate and likes being affectionate. I'm a sucker mm. for strong arms, intelligence, and a nice smile. Hey, yeah. You know what? Once again. I am too, lady. Strong I'm arms, a, intelligence, a dog and shit. a nice... <laughs> Yeah, I want a dog shit smile. Fuck the, your bad <laughs> teeth. I want some terrible chompers. 
What are you talking? I hate these things. I also hate when it's like, I want to cuddle with you on the couch and laugh a bunch and have the same. It's like, yeah, everyone wants everyone that. Everyone wants you know? that. Nobody's like, I want somebody who does not laugh. It is just a vacuum of charisma. Like what? <laughs> and the guys are sitting there who, I mean, some of the guys on this site really are vacuum of vacuums of charisma oh, yeah. going, wait, I, I like laughing. Yeah. I have to give props to this last lady that she at least had hobbies that were she obviously at least has her hobbies. Own. Yes. True. Mm, All right, last contest. Last contestant. Oh, contestant four. number four. Okay. okay. Starts off. Yes, I'm real. Why do you guys keep <laughs> asking me that? That's that's rough. That th- they think you're bot. You think you're a bot. It's rough. it's rough. Do you keep asking for his social security numbers? My faith and my family are important to me. There's nothing better than spending time with people I love the most. I'm driven, independent, silly, and responsible. I love to cook, camp, hike, and discover new places. My greatest goal is to build a sustainable homestead. That's actually pretty chill. Yeah, yeah this I is like, all pretty chill. I like getting dolled up, but I am absolutely not afraid to get my hands dirty. At the Wait, end of what? the day, I'm completely self-sufficient, but I'm sure it would be nice to meet a man to take on the world with. Mm, okay, that was actually genuinely That was nice. A, a good I just one. think... I, listen, this could be... I, there's undertones, either, either this is the greatest scammer of all time, starting with, yes, I'm real. Why do you guys keep asking me that? Or wrap around, it's the worst scammer because it's so obvious <laughs> that it actually is a scam that it's come full circle. That they have to say this is not a scam because Correct. Like, this is not a scam. scammer. Yeah. Yes. Not you put it in the subject lane. I am not a scammer. Yes. Yeah. If you're mm. a scammer, you le- legally have to tell them in in the subject line. This is this is simultaneously the the hardest and the easiest question. You've got who I pick. Contestant number one, muddying riding horses rodeos. Contestant uh, number two, I, I absolutely love ab- agricultural. I was going to say that because it was very like middle of the road. It was nothing. Uh-huh. That one was number two was nothing. One was weird and muddy, which I'm not personally into, but I can uh, see a guy. Contestant liking. number three, good grammar, Tea Party Patriot. Yeah, that's <laughs> anti 420. Anti 420 ghost. Anti 420 ghost hunter is the title of this episode. Glad we yeah. found it. And, cool. um, <laughs> and contestant the, number I'm four. I'm real. Why do you keep asking? Yeah. I'm going to say the only anti-420 ghost hunter. (laughs) It Uh, sounds so much worse if you're going ghost hunter and you're dead sober. What are we doing? What are we doing here? And okay, the last one, I'm going to, I got to say, the first one, money. Second one, a little generic. Kind of all of them have the thing that it's a little bit too desperate, trying to be a little bit pick me mm. and say, I'm a girl who likes to fish, who likes to get her hands dirty. Like, it's such a very mm-hmm. specific, and it, it's almost a caricature that's easy to kind of slot into, when in reality, these people are probably like a little bit of a nightmare. Sure. Like, just look, I'm, like how most people are, but like... Like most, like anybody. But it's also, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think I'm going to have to get scammed. I'm going to go with You're number going four. for yes, you're real. Otherwise normal. That's a good choice. I that's almost thought you were going to give up. I, I almost thought you were going to give it up and go, you know for what? TP go- party ghost hunter. I almost thought you're like, I'm almost interested enough to just go ghost hunting because at least it's a, it's a hook. It's a first date. It is a what hook. It's a first date to go to, but you're trapped in a hundred places and you have to make small talk because it's deadly quiet. No, you have and to I stay, don't think you I have I to stay quiet because of the ghosts. 
in a dusty that would be a miserable night with somebody because like <laughs> she's not gonna be she's not gonna be like a happy person if she's no. not drunk or high like she's no. gonna be like i'm cold but it's for the ghosts like i want to see them <laughs> i want to see those ghosts and i'm not well, gonna i'm not gonna be for it you know well i hope that there's no anti-420 ghosts in our next segment. Well, please take us to Atlanta where well, that's the truth. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's a pretty easy request, what I just gave uh, you. That was a softball. If you ooh me there, then you've got quite the doozy. Uh, this is a article from The Guardian. And I'm going to say this is maybe a, a, what up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? And this is an article from Life and Style, of the, like the section of, of Guardian. Why are so many young Americans adopting fake British accents? Oh, no. Is this real? No, this can't be real. What's up with that? (laughs) So apparently it's a a Gen Z verbal tech. Apparently this is like disproportionately affecting Gen (sighs) Z. It's, uh, yeah, that's a groan of, I can't believe we're revisiting like 2007. (laughs) I feel like there was that too. You know, I could... As an idiot tween, I could see you wanting to stand out in some capacity and thinking, Oh, yeah, I'm from London. I'm actually from London. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going back to my flat after this. Uh, Oh, oh, you're going to get into an elevator. It's called a lift, you fucking knob. (laughs) Fuck Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Excuse me? Uh, Timothy, I'm actually your teacher. Um, you're going to have to go. My name is Timothy Chalamet. Thank you uh, very much. I don't give a shit because I'm the teacher. I think he's American. So I think <laughs> <laughs> oh. And Timothy Chalamet is American. So go to the principal's office, Timothy Chalamet. Well, the principal, I already went there and he said, wow, you're so British. I love it. And then he just gave me a good gold mark. He gave me a gold star. Can I see the gold star, Timothy? Checkmate, Timothy. (laughs) Kyra Reed lives with anxiety. And when she misplaced her boarding pass at the airport gate just before her flight was due to leave, the 26-year-old's nerves started to acting up. Hey, whoa, hey, that person's basically our age. What the hell? No, that's not okay. (laughs) As she looked around for it, the native New Yorker began speaking in a British accent. I was throwing shit all over the place. And I was like, no, I cannot do this. This is terrible. Green said with the posh inflection of somebody who went to a British boarding school. I was literally scrounging through the trash looking for my boarding pass. (laughs) But that was the voice. I saw Pizza Rat in there, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And and they they were like, oh. How about that? How about that? (laughs) But uh, I was... I was literally scrounging through the trash looking for my boarding pass, but that voice added a little bit of confidence and pizzazz when I didn't feel it internally. Americans have long been called out for their phony British accents. Think Madonna in her Guy Ritchie era, or the friend who just came back home from sitting abroad in London. At least I I didn't do that, because I (laughs) I made the mistake of doing a British accent in Britain. And no. the, those people can, I was like, I, I forgot what I said. I did an impression. They're like, oh, that was pretty good. But uh, it's a little bit northern. It's a little bit northern of you. And I was just like, well, okay. I got it <laughs> off right. a little bit. And because the, they know every single goddamn accent within, because every mile there's a different accent in the UK. And they know every fucking single one of them. And then <laughs> I asked, I was like, hey, how about you do an American accent? And they went, I can do that. I'm wonderful at that. 
hey, yo, how's it going? And I was like, God damn it, we're <laughs> not all Texans. Like, it's we're just not. do a normal one. <laughs> just talk like me. Talk like, <laughs> it's like, like normal people. I don't have an accent. Um, but Gen Z has embraced bad imitations of Cockney slang or a Corkshire dialect using obviously fake theatrical voices to make light of a low-grade daily dramas. But what's behind the trend? Green, who is 26 and appeared on the U.S. version of Love Island, blames it on her love for the original U.K. dating show. I don't think that's wait every single minute. person. Hold on. Yeah, wait. Are they interviewing this one person and being like, it's a big trend. This person Maybe. who was on reality TV is our one data point because people who go on reality TV are not normal people. You oh, can't, yeah, they're insane You people. can't just blanket all of Gen Z as like, they're all doing British accents because they have too many insecurities and they're babies. Mm-hmm. On the so other she, hand, on the other hand, if they are, do, if this is a trend, then they are all babies and they all have too many insecurities. They do have other people. I think this is maybe a, a slightly wider trend than one person, but I do mm-hmm. agree with you that I think in terms of if they had a talk, TikTok video about this, I don't think it would be in the millions. <laughs> I think it would be maybe max of a hundred, like thousand kind of deal. Uh, it's like we went down to Jersey Shore and we took a sample size of one yo, person. What's up? I and love we the found Jersey out, Shore. <laughs> it's right. And we found out that this is the best place on earth. Back to you in the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, quote, it blew the accent the fuck up. Uh, and everyone was obsessed with their cute little sayings like doing bits, <laughs> which this is insane for the uninitiated. That means getting intimate, but not having sex. Hey, Theo, huh? have we been getting intimate <laughs> for the entirety of this show? Wait a second. Hold on. With, I need to read. We've been doing on. a lot of I need to. I need to zoom in on my own eyeball and remember all of the interactions I've ever had with you. Ooh, brain Blast, Jimmy oh, Neutron animation. That's right. Oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> doing bits is not. I went to the UK. Nobody says that. That is not a thing. You can also say a thing Excuse- that is another phrase. Excuse me. Uh, is this a bit? Oh, what are you doing right now? Is this a bit? Oh, I was going to go to the loo. What's going to the loo? That's saying, singing, how do you do, Malu? My favorite song. <laughs> Skip oh, to the what? loo. You think, yes. you think that's a different phrase? Why would you ever think that? Oh, I'm using the exact same words as that go- other phrase? Going to the Stupid. loo. Do you mean getting getting intimate with a toilet without a sexual nature? That's what I do. Yeah. that's That's what we all do here. We all go to the loo. Oh, I I actually do have. They have a literally the this exact thing we talked about. If there was a metric for how many views on TikTok, uh, one hundred eighty-eight thousand is the example that they I use for break I, British I, accent. I don't um, believe it. I mean, I don't believe that's a real trend. That seems like a low count yeah, that's for not, a real that's trend. A low, that's not that's not that much. This is a low trend, but I do think it's entertaining. Where young people say they use the voice whenever they feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Ash, Asher Lieberman, a 21-year-old college student and content creator from Miami, which I'm going to uh-huh. say um, is the least reliable human being who's ever yeah, existed. Yeah, this is my Jersey Shore example, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Said he picked up his voice from watching old X-Factor auditions on YouTube. Okay, my God. Then then there's H2O, Jess Add Water, oh. which I got to say is a show that Annie will ever once in a while oh, go, no. do you remember that? <laughs> do you remember h2o just add water which is an australian tea drama about girls who turn into mermaids whenever they swim or bathe that's Old like me of- and uh you remember gibby from iCarly? that guy lives in my head rent free 
No. Well, go look. Hey, listen out there. <laughs> go look up Gibby. <laughs> I'm gonna say don't, but I'm gonna say look up. <laughs> I'm gonna say don't. You, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna use my one veto, veto per episode. <laughs> I'm to, gonna to, veto to, that. Yeah, to veto that. Okay. Fair uh, enough. So, uh, old clips of the show, a relic of uh, full of mid aughts cringe, often go viral on TikTok. The actors have Australian accents, but Lieberman said that those were harder to do than a British voice. <laughs> so he launches a cheesy Essex dialect whenever he feels knackered, as his character, as knackered. yeah, as his character might say. "Quote: I was on a date recently, ordering something, and the name of what I wanted came out wrong when I asked for it." Lieberman said. So I just talked in a British accent for the rest of the order. It's a defense mechanism, <laughs> a kind of buffer for my actual uh, personality. Yes. yes this the, is a personality. This is actually a personality disorder. <laughs> Meet the X-Men. We have, uh, we have, we have Nightcrawler. Rogue. We have we Colossus. <laughs> we've got Rogue. We've got Nightcrawler. And guess what? We've got British accent insecurity, man. Oh, oh. Oh, I'll see that people are getting offended by the fact that I do a British accent and I'm not <laughs> oh, actually oh British God. and stuff like that. And Magneto's like, I'm going to kill myself. Please, can you... Pro- Professor We've X- done it. Professor X- <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know I had this power, but um, I actually am British and I've just wiped your consciousness. Thank you. We get to move on with our day mm. now. <laughs> this, is, this is a series of people... This is Gen Z being socially yeah. awkward like you uh he uses the voice as a conflict management tactic i used to ask my roommate can you please take out the rubbish <laughs> are you kidding me I like would, an East if you were my star. roommate and you did ask me to do that i would take the <laughs> yes. trash bag into your room and just open can it onto do- your floor if it's once, yeah. that's fine. If every single time they convert into a British person, they go, oh, actually, can you do the dishes? Anytime they, I would yes. snap their neck. Like, I would immediately murder them. Um, it's me being playful. It's the British part of me hey, saying something that needs no to be done. There's no British part Not the real of you. Me. Who needs to tell you this? This <laughs> is... <laughs> uh, these, these are also a bunch of wild names, because this person's name is uh, Brinton. Brinton Parker, Brinton P B R I N T O N, Brinton Parker, a thirty-year-old who lives in Bay Area, works in tech marketing. The deluge of bad news out of Silicon Valley has her feeling like she's approaching burnout, and she recently asked her manager for support at work. I said, "It's a, it's affecting me mental health in it." <laughs> she explained. <laughs> This yeah, is why um, I chose so this article. <laughs> I think I need to give. I think I need to uh, give my employee more PTO because they're starting to turn into the Joker, and um, I'm a little frightened. What's yes. <laughs> <laughs> what's best? About I love this next sentence from her. Um, and my boss was like, "Why did he say <laughs> it like that?" Yeah, a natural, a natural I, response. I think it. <laughs> yeah, that's a natural. What the fuck do you? What are you kidding me? I think it adds levity to a vulnerable situation. The tougher the conversation, the more cockney the I more, become. The more cockney I become. I got, if you, I, 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 I become, become stacked. I'm really them. freaking oh, stressed oh, right I'm, now, isn't it? You just start losing your hair and you get bald and you're just like, I'm turning to Jason Statham, <laughs> ain't in it? I'm really in stressed it. out oh, right oh. now, okay? This is why it sounds like it's... <laughs> Oh, right. I'm the Incredible <laughs> Hulk, a.k.a. the Incredible Jason Stam. Uh, it's <laughs> This is also another 
It's similar to when you add lull to the it's, end it's of a not. dramatic text. It's it not. gives you distance. And I'm like, this person's insane. Same. Because one, if if somebody was like, hi, we've, uh, I'm glad that you've come to this meeting with me. And I'm just like, Karen, I know you're not British. Why are you doing, are you doing a voice? And she's like, uh, we've actually been uh, looking at your performance and your performance has been down, and I'm sorry, but you're gonna have to go to uh, the unemployment line. We're firing you. I'd be like, eat shit. <laughs> I'd be so, so much matter. Is this if, a if joke to a, you? Or if joke? they're just like, sorry, I'm firing you. Lol. <laughs> like <laughs> this person's insane. It gives it distance. No, it doesn't. It just makes you look weird. Jesse Brown, a hairstylist in Brooklyn, will pop into a British accent when they feel they're, they've overshared with a client during an appointment. I use it when I try to segue some, from oh something God. weird I said, or if I trauma dumped by accident. <laughs> Brown, who's 29, said, I've always done accents when I'm uncomfortable. Maybe my brain thinks it makes whatever weird shit I just said more palatable. <laughs> that way the takeaway isn't the wild is, shit I just said, but instead, why was my hairstylist speaking in a British accent for in half a British of, accent, for half they're of not the British. haircut? Uh, <laughs> the, so they think that it's about like not being emotional uh, like they, they try to uh, say that and also like shows like the crown in Bridgerton which I'm gonna say no, yeah fuck that I don't, I don't buy that it's not Um, I think maybe Love Island and Only Ways Exis, Essex and Too Hot to Handle might have a little bit more because I feel, feel like reality shows have like weirder people with like more distinct yeah. accents. This is also another insane things. To another insane quote, I should say. Quote: Back when I was growing up, British people were just the villains in Disney movies and Mary Poppins. Walker said, "Now you get a broader range of different voices and perspectives <laughs> than just villain. <laughs> you just figured out British people aren't just villains." In 2019, parents on Twitter reported that their children were developing British accents because of all the Peppa Pig <laughs> they watched. The, the oh Peppa my, Pig effect, the Peppa, the Peppa effect, had them speaking like the show's cartoon pig, saying mummy instead of mommy and tomato instead of tomato. Peppa Pig started airing in the U.S. in 2005 and had uh, was a significant part of some younger Gen Z's toddler lives, which kind of makes sense. But yeah, they try to... Like basically keep it like keep calm and carry on kind of deal, um, but it's just really a weird avoidant avoidant technique that is not healthy. Like it's the most unhealthy yeah, thing you can do. I'm just like yeah, it adds adds distance to what I'm saying because I don't want to be me when I'm saying these things is such a wild thing. Also, adding I don't know that feels like a bad defense mechanism to do accents. I'm because. I'm somebody who does accents every once in a while. You've you been know, known. Do a little bit of whatever. I've been known. I make sure not to do it to the TSA. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> there are times there, there are times for a little fun accent play. There's there other times that are absolutely not for it, and Listen, I think those doc, are the times. looking to get me bones fixed, all right? I may have broken me arm in a little accident, and uh, was I pretending to be Jason Statham? I'll never say, but what I'd really like is for you to fix up my arm. And no, I'm not joking. Did you know what he said? No, I don't know what he said. He just, he, I, was he speaking <laughs> I, Welsh? He just give him been. an aspirin and get him out of here. He's, a little, he's acting a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we're going to do with our audience right now. Give you all aspirins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get out, get out, get out. We got to go. Go, 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 go. 
there's the end of the episode. If you have any segments that you want to send to us, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter, Segment City. Our YouTube is Segment City. And if you have any ratings or reviews you want to give us, send it on your podcast network of choice. We love to see them. Um, and we want to give a big thank you to someone in particular. Thank you to Rachel Robison. She does our intro music and she does other music that you can find on streaming services, music streaming services everywhere. That's true. And some say she's best friends with Jason Statham and she'll tell you what he has to say for a low, low fee. Except that she'll write it down verbatim and she doesn't know anything about British <laughs> accents. I, I heard... Uh, uh, he said... <laughs> I'm not sure about this one. He said... I think... And then he punched a man. So I'm not sure how to translate that. Um, now we're going to end with a quick Iwaspoisoned.com. <gasps> don't get poisoned. This one, I think this person was... I don't think English was their first language or they were so poisoned that they lost <laughs> oh, any no. kind of grass. Or they were English. Jason Statham and they were poisoned. Yes. This is from uh, a McDonald's in Bouillon-sur-Mer, Industrial Boulevard in Autru, France. Yesterday, when I went to McDonald's, I took my order. I ate the stinky salad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Doesn't really say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> ate like, the, I ate the stinky, stinky salad. salad. <laughs> and this is why I don't think they know English that well. Knowing that I had already made a fart in it. <laughs> <laughs> I warned the manager who laughed in my face and limit sense screw today. The next day, food poisoning, stomach ache, <laughs> nausea, temperature, vertigo. I ate the stinky salad. I <laughs> ate the stinky salad. Knowing that I already, that I already made the fart. Imagine eating and going, oh, I already oh, made so the fart. Sometimes, you know what? Sometimes I, I'll have a salad or something and I'll go, this is going to make a fart. I'm making you know, a fart right now. <laughs> this is good, but it needs for me to make a fart first. Yeah, it's going to cause farts. I know yeah. this rice and beans and sausage yeah. is going to cause farts. A lot of, lot of quinoa and chickpeas in this one. Yeah, and so I think <laughs> he laughed in my face. When I, and also, so you, you eat it and you go, face. oh, stinky salad. Stinky. This is going to make farts. Manager, come Manager. over. <laughs> he goes, ha ha, you make farts? <laughs> you eat stinky salad? You I don't think salad. so. <laughs> I have been waiting for someone to eat the stinky salad. I am finally free. It's only been getting stinkier over time. <laughs> That's how salads work. Oh, but anyway, I hope this person in France um, is. I hope they're okay. Don't eat a stinky yeah. salad. I shouldn't have yeah, to you, say that. Why smell it and then go? You know what? Hopefully, that's make good, good fart. And if not, I complain to manager who won't laugh in my face. <laughs> I laugh in your face. Oh. Get some vertigo.